0: Is Lauren. My name is Rosa and we're still a Chisina podcast, Chisma, we're still a Chisina podcast and we're back in the studio on this Monday afternoon night. Oh yeah, yeah. it is <laughs> night. I <laughs> was the afternoon. It's like completely dark outside. It's, it's evening. It is evening time. It's, it's winding down. down time. It's night, night night. It's night night. It's 7:15. <laughs> it's 7:15, but it looks like it's midnight outside because yeah. it's so dark. It just went from 6 to midnight. <laughs> Why <laughs> it did um but how was y'all's weekend it was good. pretty good it was fun yeah um so i don't even know how to talk right now yeah I've i think everyone knows why just everyone is a little off yeah today well we were expecting to do a live grammy pod coverage but with the devastating news of Kobe Bryant passing away and eight others, it, like yesterday we just felt so, it just off. felt really off. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about that more in Map, but we didn't, we decided not to do it because we felt like we would have just cried the whole time. And also yeah. it, I felt like dumb to just sit there and be like, yes, yeah, queen. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. wow, that's, tr- the most tragic thing happened um, to multiple families. So we decided not to do it um, because it I it would have been awkward. Yeah. We would have been crying and it would have felt, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have felt right. It wouldn't have felt authentic at all. Um, but I'm really sad because I was really excited about it. Yeah, but mm. it's okay. There'll be other great yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I had a family event before that and I was like, okay, I'll just rush out of there and then meet y'all. And then when that happened, I was like, okay, I'm not going to just, yeah, rush yeah. family time with people yeah, I don't see that much sure. um, but aside from that it was a good good nice weekend um, mm-hmm. we do have stories to get to if you can believe it or not it was hard to find a lot of stories because this has just saturated everything and I, yeah. I can't even think about anything else really uh-huh. but we do have to talk about the coronavirus because it's intensifying yeah mm-hmm. and of course we're gonna give you grammy coverage because we did watch it um and we have a lot of things to say and of course we're gonna cover kobe bryant and his legacy and the tragedy that happened and just give our thoughts on that mm-hmm. yeah but i think that's pretty much it yeah again we're just like oh, yeah. i think everyone feels... is in a weird headspace yeah. right now so we're so somber yeah mm-hmm. all right but let's go ahead and spell the cheese milk. if you haven't heard there is a coronavirus out there and honestly when i first heard the name i was kind of like what i'm like Isn't are you it y'all saying you right? yeah dude the mexicans and the memes <laughs> are was too like, much right now yeah i'm like this is it a was deadly virus funny like at yeah. the very very beginning but no it's yeah. like <laughs> it's really called the coronavirus um we thought that we were hit here in texas I definitely was freaking out me because too. we already had Ebola here. I was like, why does every virus yeah. somehow get to Dallas? That was literally or, around me. Dallas. And I was like, Well, you around. know, it was suspected to be further south, so I was like, Okay, at least it's mm-hmm. not right here in my hometown. Like it was last time yeah, <laughs> it was like down the street from us. Yeah, Ebola was right here. Um I would see the girl who got Ebola walking her oh dog. Oh my god, yeah. And I was like, Ooh, do you remember her dog, lie. had Ebola too? Yeah. Anyway, they have confirmed that all of the cases that they tested were negative. Yay. So it's not here in Texas. There are five cases in the U.S. Oh, but I was going to say, it's dumb because that one guy who they thought had it in College Station, he knew that he was over there in that same city where it originated mm-hmm. from. Wuhan. And he, you're supposed to, like, call ahead of time <laughs> before you go oh, in. It was yeah. like... I was here where the virus was. This is how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. So they make sure that you're like, have a mask, have whatever, yeah. the proper equipment before you can come in. And he didn't do that. He just went to a clinic. So he, if of he course. was positive, can you imagine how much worse that would yeah. have been? Yeah. Because people do? don't think. It's like mm. that girl that they thought might have had the Ebola virus that was on the bike. <laughs> and I brought up on this so many times. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, "No, I want to go out." And I was like, trying to sue the city for trying to like quarantine her. Like, oh no, this is a fucking legit. I'm like, like can you not be selfish for yes. like two like seconds? you don't really have cures for this shit right? on hand. Like, like, the world does not revolve around you. We have you to and quarantine your bike. you. Oh yeah, God. exactly. <laughs> there are 2,700 cases all over the world. Jeez. Unfortunately, we've had 81 confirmed deaths. Um, you know, it's spreading. It's mm. spreading everywhere. It's so scary. Yeah. So they just confirmed um, a man in Germany to have oh my the, God. the virus. Jesus. More than 50 confirmed cases in 13 places outside of the mainland china Uh, i'm like is it just is this just with people traveling just like spreading it and spreading it oh my god that makes me so it's contagious before you even show symptoms so that's another reason why airplanes are scary and Mm -hmm. they don't even know till too late yeah so they have confirmed that the outbreak began in a wholesale animal market in the central chinese city of wuhan Disgusting. That yeah, that makes me and almost want to throw up. Oh my gosh, it's disgusting. So basically, this it's now shuttered, mm-hmm. um, but they sold live animals. People. Thirty-one of the thirty-three positive samples were collected, like from this zone of the market. Like like a zone that this market's in. Which it's is like, like uh, this makes me again just want to be like vegetarian because yeah, mm. I don't know, man. I just I'm really tired of these rare ass uh viruses coming out and then being spread so quickly mm-hmm. so fast so scary so widespread i'm just like there's regulations for a reason um and it's so weird because i got like a, you know how you get notifications like when there's a new netflix show mm-hmm, and yeah. there's one right now and it's like the, the the tagline was like come see how a virus can go <laughs> like how to contain a virus no. or something like that Mm-mm. i was like uh Mm-mm. Mm-mm. weird timing ever since i've watched outbreak that movie where the monkey starts the virus that and contagion contagion with the with pig Kate winslet i've never seen contagion because i should. saw outbreak and i was like hell no i'm not watching contagion well you should watch contagion that so scared maybe me. you like have another perspective another Contagion. Perspective perspective i don't one? eat meat <laughs> Especially pigs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've never eaten a pig. I ain't never eat a pig. (laughs) And I ain't never gonna eat a pig. (laughs) (laughs) It's too scary. Just be safe out there. Yeah, it really is. And... Wear protective gear. Be sanitary. And also, like... Just like eating animals has started so many plagues. Stop! I want to throw not up, say eating eat animals. Maybe eating animals. Have a Y'all on the way on back from news. Colorado, those smells we were smelling were slaughterhouses. So I didn't smell anything. When We were like, "It smells so bad." Those were slaughterhouses. We were in Cowtown. This <laughs> space. That's what we were are smelling. You really I'm. Uh, I'm 100 serious right now. Up? Someone told me. <gasps> And that's what y'all were smelling. Oh my god. Oh, it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so. I was like, who's this crying? You know what? That makes sense because I was like, this smells it's like death. death. Yeah. Oh my god. Sam no, literally said it smells like death. It, it's death. That's what you're smelling. It, oh my god. Okay. I think y'all. It, I think what more disturbing is that that was the smell of death, not so much. It did smell bad. It's like. Yeah. It's, it was the smell of death. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. eerie. I'm sorry. It's hitting me so hard right now. God. I want to throw up. I want to throw up. Dude, reality has to slap people in the face sometimes. We need to be better. We just all need to be better. (sighs) But there are people still stuck over there, like, from the U.S., and they're trying to get out of there, but they're trying to find, like, the safest way. Mm -hmm. The U.S. government's, like, working to find the safest way to get them out of there. Yeah, they're trying to find also, or they're trying to travel, do a travel ban-ish, um, like China. a warning or something or warning yeah travel warning sorry not ban uh, warning um but also like hong kong has closed all of its like sports activity centers and like Damn. libraries and like just public places it's like that serious yeah that's so scary that's so yeah. scary yeah because i saw this interview and it was this guy um and he moved from the united states over there to, like be with his wife uh-huh. and he was saying they're trying to figure out how to get back to the United States because it's just like Ugh. he said he doesn't even want to go outside it's so scary yeah, yeah. And they have a newborn kid yeah oh I just think of the scene on outbreak when they're going to pick up the people who aren't infected and they have like the little flag symbol outside their mm-hmm. door to tell them mm-hmm. they're not infected so like the army people can go in and get them and put them in the caravan oh that's so God. creepy i need to watch outbreak oh it's the scariest is contagion movie. the one where they're on a plane and they show them like coughing and they like show it like, yeah i think so I think oh so. It's so gross so gross um, guys i hate germs why do we have to be so gross <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> humans are disgusting Honestly, yeah it's our fault <laughs> but, wash but, your uh, hands Uh yeah. um, wash right. your damn hands <laughs> Okay, moving on to the Grammys. Yes. All right, so to open up, they had Lizzo performing, and it was just the talent, the fucking talent. (laughs) Um, She got up there and she showed her vocals off. Mm -hmm. She showed her rap skills off, her dancing skills, and her flute skills, and proved why she's nominated for Grammys. We love a multi-talented woman. Yes, and (laughs) then she had women of color in all sizes and ballet point, like point ballet dancers. And it was, and they had do-rags on. It was fucking amazing. Oh my God. The, like the elevation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So she kills it opening up the show. And then the host for the night, Alicia Keys comes out. And of course we can't have, like you just can't move on without mentioning Mm -hmm. the tragedy of Kobe Bryant passing away like four hours before the grammy i still can't believe that's even a sentence right now i know um especially since they're at the staples center which is the home that kobe built mm-hmm. so alicia comes out and she's like i can't start the show without paying tribute mm-hmm. to him and she did such an amazing job at like just making people like comforting people she comforted me. Seriously, like, it felt like anytime she talks, like, she was hugging me. You could mm-hmm. just, like, feel the love when mm-hmm. she talks. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's like your mom's talking to you. Yeah, literally. Somebody. And so they paid tribute her and boys to Men sing, and it's beautiful. Ugh. And Dude, why are boys to Men, like, still so, I gonna so say, good? I was going to say. Like, those vocals had riff. me shook. Mm-hmm. Yes. The harmonizing. Ugh. I was like, please put out another album. So beautiful. No, seriously. Mm-hmm. So, I just like, I think Alishke did amazing hosting the whole mm-hmm. time. Like Sam said, she just kind of comforted everyone, made everyone feel like we were all just one together. Yes. And it was very much needed because, again, like we said earlier, everyone was having an off day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm going to go ahead and talk about all the performances. And highlight those. I, have, I was not a fan of Gwen and Blake's performance, Oh, and my I really God. hated that they went second. And I was like, "Why did that even have to happen?" I know. When I saw them, I was like, "Why are they even there?" Yeah, I don't. Why get is it. she with him? I don't get it. But anyways, <laughs> let's move on. I did like her dress though. No, her dress was moving. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about Tyler the Creator because I think that was the best performance of the night. It's so good, and it was just so it was just like his vision seeing what's inside his head Mm -hmm. is just a true fucking blessing yes and i said this when we did our best of the decade Mm -hmm. um like tyler craig and odd future have such a huge influence on me and just to see him performing and just giving it his all Mm -hmm. and it being his whole vision and his like just talent getting him to where he is was amazing Like, just him always being true to himself. Yes. Doesn't care what's Mm -hmm. cool. Doesn't care if he's not going to get played on the radio. Like, just doing what he wants to do. Yes. It's literally watching an artist, like, watching Mm -hmm. art being, like, created. It was so awesome. It was, like it was oh yeah you're right (laughs) (laughs) wait wow i finally get it no it was like you're at you really it felt like you were at his concert yeah which is hard to do because there's so many talented like the top Mm -hmm. of the top are there performing Mm -hmm. and he like i feel like almost blew them all away yes and so moving on and i'm not going in order whatever um, so I wanna talk about Little Nas X performance. Dude. Oh my god. So dude. they performed all of the remixes yeah. to Old Town Road and I was like, this might be the most iconic show or it like really performance was. at the Grammys. Yeah. You love a good remix, and then to get to hear them all mashed together. I know. <laughs> Little Nas X is a fucking star. He Truly, he really that's all I could say he when he was before is me. A fucking star. And then when he comes out and he's in the long duster, mm-hmm. I'm just oh like, my God. you, sir. Also, I love that song. This too. is why yes. you nominated for a Grammy. I'm just like, his finger is on the pulse of everything fucking mm-hmm. cool. And it's before any of us <laughs> know it's cool. Yeah. yeah. And he's just like, he's just it. He is it. He has the X factor. LOL. Yeah. Like he really does. No, though. he does. Like when I saw Lil Hank Williams. Dude, Lil like, Hank Williams Lil killed Lil Nas it. X would bring out mm-hmm. Lil Hank Williams. And give this to us, and I was like, (laughs) "Yeah, I was like, I'm so thankful for this moment." And then I was like, "Am I a BTS stand now? Like, why, dude? (laughs) They look so cool. I know they they looked really cool. Okay, I get it. I I know. I was like, I get it. I get it. Teen girls, I get it. (laughs) Um, We did have a performance by Camila Cabello, and I was dying. (laughs) Okay, this is why I wanted to mention her. Her (laughs) performance was okay, but the reason I I was, they were like teasing it mm-hmm. and they're the like Camille's is gonna sing a song to the man she loves and I'm like are they talking about Shawn Mendes? Because they've been doing that yeah the, like With, all award yeah shows. and I'm like okay are you fucking kidding me <laughs> this is I, w- I texted Sam Rosa. I was like I'm not watching her perform <laughs> a love song to Shawn Mendes it'd like, be so awkward that's so dumb and then they come back and it's about her dad <laughs> I was like, oh, Florida. <laughs> it's like, me. oh my God, it's about her dad. Okay. <laughs> but it was low key about Sean Mendez, too. Because it's about her falling in love with someone. Oh, because okay. he, like, showed her love. Yeah. Okay. What? Okay. I didn't watch this, but I did see an ad that was, like, talking about Camila Cabello on the internet and singing to the man that she loves. And there was a photo of Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> what? <laughs> and i was like was this a joke and she's saying to jim Gaffigan. oh my god i would have that would have been <laughs> that i would have <laughs> <just> been <laughs> like okay that's cool cuz my cable wasn't working so i missed parts of this dude, uh grammy's that's show that's why you get bunny ears like me <laughs> my first thought was like okay all the kinsan are going to be playing the oh song with me Do like the right? dad dart. oh my god <laughs> right i was like this is going to be the kinsan anthem. and the dude there's going to be one this weekend yeah saturday <laughs> It's better than the other song they usually <laughs> use. No, that, that shit's iconic. Like, if you, you get it, you get it. That shit's iconic. Like, um, like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just kidding. That's well, Never mind. All, all right. Fine. So that's for like uh, Sweet 16 and gonna, Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say that's like weddings in 2000. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now I want to talk about. You already know I'm saving the best for last. Yes, so. please. Okay. Please do. Now I want to talk about. <laughs> as it should be. As it should be. Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Y'all. I am okay. You're really tired. I'm really tired today. Now talk about Aerosmith and oh Run DMC. God. I swear, <laughs> these dudes never aged. Right? They look the same. They look the same. They're performing with as much stamina as BTS gave us. <laughs> <laughs> like I was so shook. And also, they did hold up Kobe's jersey yeah. in the back, and I was like. Thank you for paying your respects. Little Nas X did it too. He yeah. had Kobe sing on yeah. there. Oh yeah, he had Kobe. And on so did uh, Billy Ray Cyrus had his number on the guitar. Dang. Oh, also, dang. I was like, why is Billy Ray Cyrus so hot right now? <laughs> <He's so> hot. <laughs> oh, okay. Rosa was okay. like, why is Little Hank Williams so hot? Shut up! I hate that. Well, Why I hate would you that. even do that to me? Why do y'all always make fun of me? Oops. <laughs> but anyways, they killed it. Seeing Run DMC run around stage <laughs> was great to see, and also seeing Aerosmith just like still live somehow I was great to see. I wonder if they're so see. tired of playing those songs. We were talking about that, like if they're oh, so the tired of playing. Song. Like, oh, the same I'm sure. This way I don't, dream I don't know. Sometimes you ask people, like artists, if they're tired of playing their like biggest hits, and they're like, no. Yeah, they're like, it's so yeah. I got famous. or they say that for the fans. Oh yeah. Lie to me, please lie to me Please lie lie to me Ariana, please (laughs) lie to me Okay, so I really want to spend time talking about Demi's performance Yeah. Oh my god So she comes out and she performs a song That she wrote What was it, like 10 days She wrote it Like, yeah, 5 or 10 days before She overdosed Overdosed. And she recorded it 4 days before she overdosed and she played it for her fucking team and they like didn't help her. That's what Are you I'm serious? serious? Like, she was like, I, I, just, I just watched her interview with Zane Lowe that she did about this song. Mm-hmm. And he was like, so you had this recorded like before everything. And she's like, yeah. She's like four days before I showed it to like my whole team. I had it fully recorded, cut everything ready to go. And she was like, and I was like, now that I listen to it, I'm like, why was no one worried about this girl? Yeah. that's mm. that's literally my thought. And so that's why though, that's too. why she has all new management now. Now she's with Scooter Braun. Mm-hmm. She has a whole new team. She said she cut everybody out of her life that was like Good. surrounded by her then because she's like, I was like, how do they not say like that? That song is you're at is your a rock cry. bottom. Yeah, that's she a rock literally bottom song. was like, she. Oh. felt like she was praying to no one like no one's there for her and you hear that and you're just yes. like oh this is a oh good this is vocals. a fucking bob this like, is gonna yeah. sell okay mm. so gross this is the dude they don't is sober this is what i'm saying yeah. like the music industry does not give a fuck about no, these no artists. No. they just see money signs mm mm-hmm. But back to her performance. <laughs> yeah, so she gets out there, and she starts performing. And she starts singing, and you, you know Demi can sing. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you hear her kind of struggling, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, she oh, about to cry. I was already going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever they were giving the intro that she wrote yes. it before her overdose, I was like, oh, my God. Um. So she starts crying, and then he stops playing the piano because it's just the piano and her vocals. And everyone's, like, cheering her on and then she starts again and she sounds flawless. Oh my god, her vocals. And then she just I was like she was at the top the whole yeah. time Yeah, she was singing. And I was just like how is, is she doing? Like that? how do you not pass out when you're like that? I don't know. Her voice is so powerful. It's like Christina Aguilera type yeah. shit. And I'm just like how do they not pass out? I, I don't breathing, know. Cuz they're perfect. Yeah. Literally it was just You don't sing in your head You sing with your gut Yeah Yeah But don't think <laughs> <laughs> Always singing in his head It pisses me off I know, right? <laughs> so um, he can have this face. Yeah <laughs> Wait, what if face? Y'all can see it <laughs> can you Wait, see I'll that? put it on Instagram <laughs> Okay, but anyways Talk about Demi's overdose Right um, yeah. God Okay, sorry <laughs> but it was just very powerful and i suggest that you go listen to that song because i do just felt everything the lyrics like i was fully bawling like mm-hmm. i was like yeah like sobbing not like just a few tears like sobbing where i couldn't breathe because i was just like oh my god the, just girl. the fact that she felt that way also like no one helped her after that. yeah that no terrible. one helped her but um you know it also takes you to a moment where like everyone's felt hopeless like that at Mm -hmm. some point in their life and i'm just like fuck that's like literally it's like she was at rock bottom yeah it killed me to know that after she's saying that you know she wasn't happy and she has to like and she was standing there smiling like thank you for applauding this performance yeah and i'm just like I don't know, man. I got obviously you have to applaud it because that's awkward. I texted not, y'all and I was like the vulnerability and the vocals because yeah. imagine how vulnerable she had to be oh, yeah. to sing that in front of her peers. Like that is her like that's that's everyone. like her coworkers. Yeah. yeah, those are like her coworkers and all the labels are there. Like everybody who's anybody in music is there. And she Mm -hmm. just goes up there and is like that vulnerable with everybody. It was so beautiful to watch. Yeah. Yeah, And I'm just like happy that she did that and that she's now stronger for what Mm -hmm. she went through. And I just wish the best for her for sure. And that that voice is just amazing. Like, let's not let that voice go unnoticed. Oh my God. One of the best, honestly. Yeah. And I just hope her team, like, her new team continues. To it seems like hopes, sh- or I hope that they are being genuine, genuine and helpful to her. Mm-hmm. It really does seem like they have her best interest now, and I feel like even the coverage she's getting is better now, and like the interviews she's landing are better now. Like it's mm-hmm. more elevated because they actually care mm-hmm. and are willing to like go up for bat for her and be like, you know, you need a yeah. Demi, you need to have Demi on this. So I thought it was. I it's just, it's oh nice, man. it's beautiful to see her leg come like, yeah. out stronger. Definitely. Um, so, moving on to her fellow Disney co-host <laughs> Jonas Brothers, they perform the song that I refuse to listen to. I, um, I refuse to watch the music video. <laughs> and i just don't like i'm sorry i don't like this song i don't like it i I was like i hate that they performed it it, that performance was so bland it was so the song is bland i was like y'all are better than this they could they should have just done sucker yes or even cool yeah cool would have been really good or if they wanted to give us what we wanted they could have done like burning up for real but when they really should have got their grammy Mm -hmm. um But no, it was okay. I wasn't like, this is the best thing ever. When they performed Sucker at the MTV Awards, that, that was fucking amazing. was so good. Mm-hmm. That's what they should have done at yes, the like, Grammys. Exactly. It's the Grammys. Um, but the biggest controversy out of that <laughs> was that Nick Jonas had salad <laughs> in his teeth. <laughs> Who, like, let him do that? I don't also, know, but I feel like... like so rude. That's yeah. so rude. And also, mm-hmm. is he eating a salad, like, right before he goes out <laughs> He was there, like, I right? guess y'all know I eat my greens. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just eating a fucking plate of spinach. <laughs> it's literally what it was. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it was was a... he, did he have that on the red carpet? I don't think exactly, so. Exactly, because he, like, he did he he had to have eaten it before. Like, yeah. right before. So he's, he's, he's just walking the whole. Backstage. Or they just had a salad for him backstage. Yeah. Let me eat a salad before Our I go perform on the Grammy. His wife he didn't tell like, him he had hmm, something in his teeth. That's a thousand some percent. Appetizers in it but if why we, would you eat before you go sing i don't know nick jones is so fucking weird do a check? i know because lauren like lauren said it's his wife's duties and <laughs> yeah and she's not living up to her duties and i think it's time for them <laughs> to just move on from each other <laughs> to lauren to me Lauren would never let that I happen. I would never let that happen. I'm just going to tell you, Nick Jonas, I would never let nope. you get <laughs> up there with spinach in her teeth. And I also wouldn't let you sing in your head voice the whole fucking time and let oh Joe show you up for the zillion times. Yes. Joe, Joe is the stronger vocal right now. Yeah. He really is. Good, I'm glad.
1: Like, <laughs>
0: Nick, we know that your voice is amazing and you can, like, Go break high. glass. Go high. Yeah. But we don't need it every time. We've heard your other voice. It's just as good. Dude, also, I feel like he's going to pass out. High with your gut exactly and then I'll, and then talk to me like <laughs> it's it's dope to go back and forth yeah. like to like play with both of them but he just stays up there and i'm like dude you're better talk than this I Learn from yes exactly that'd Learn be the perfect person <laughs> it's that serious. all right <laughs> i'm not worried about it so <laughs> take notes jonas brothers um Come meet us. Come be on Pod. (laughs) We'll give you pointers. I still love you with all my heart. Yes. Honestly, I can't imagine if they were here right now, I would just be like, I'd be like, (laughs) I'd be like, y'all were perfect. (laughs) Y'all couldn't do anything better. (laughs) I was like, honestly, I feel like it was a PR stunt that you put the salad there, and that's genius. Honestly, you could have used some floss. No. No, it was honestly, um, I want salad in my teeth now. (laughs) I put salad in my teeth every day because <laughs> Nick Jonas has salad in his teeth. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so much to go over still. I know. <laughs> so Usher did a tribute to Prince. Oh, yes. And we were just reminded that Usher has the vocals in the moves. Dude, the moves. And I was like, I'm ready for Usher to drop music. Ursh- Honestly. We yes, need it. Ursh- a thousand percent. Feet. But I'm so glad they did this tribute Um because... When Prince passed away, the world felt the same mm-hmm. way that we did when Kobe passed away. So we need to celebrate these people, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm glad they did at the Grammys. And I'm glad they got Usher to do it. He had the moves. He had the vocals. Mm-hmm. He had the ass. He had the right- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. And also, <laughs> when they had the girl on the pole dancing, I was like, this is art. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. This is what Prince would want. Let's go. <laughs> um, and then they also did honor Nipsey Hussle. Dude, that was so powerful. It was so Meek Mill? Fuck like oh. cold opening that shit yeah. was so good i was like pop off meek mill what the hell like jay-z mm-hmm. really took you under his wing yes. <laughs> like you yeah. are on another level right now yeah, so it was meek mill dj khaled roddy rich who is popping right now i love roddy rich he fucking rules <laughs> uh yg and john legend and they all paid tribute and it was just like taking us to church and kirk franklin healing us yeah kirk franklin and healing us and Ooh, it was powerful it was so powerful so at the end they put the picture above nipsey hustle and then next to it they put kobe's picture and it's like crazy because it's two la legends yes. who like change the community mm-hmm. there and like put in work and influence so many people and it's just like it's just wild to think that it's the same type of person kind of almost back to back it's yeah i'm still in shock i know for both of them yeah um but it was so beautiful and they picked the right when they said dj khaled i was like what but it worked yeah (laughs) oh my god why is he perfect at doing things like that like why is he perfect Mm -hmm. his voice is just like it for Mm -hmm. to be a hype man and to to like yeah yeah. exactly so good but it also felt healing too yeah, to watch. For and sure. I was like those dancers. Perfect. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm watching church right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Um, and so finally, we're gonna cover <clears throat> The Return to the Grammys for Ariana Grande. I have so many feelings. <laughs> and she did not disappoint the fact that she opened with Imagine, Imagine. that song. Puts me in my feels every fucking time <laughs> to the point where I'm, I'm almost crying at my desk. Yeah, truly. And I just want to thank Ariana right now for <laughs> that, for that opening. It was, her vocals were amazing. Oh my God. And, and she, she did, like went... slowed it down and like did like a different no, rendition yeah. of it was perfection. So, so good. Um, and then she went into Seven Rings and... I just love that song. I now. like that she did the my favorite things first though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cause their vocals were fucking amazing. Yeah. And Girl, she just so like dead. did not skip a beat and she was like, Yeah, try yeah. to not have me at the Grammys again. Dude bitch. and the bitch had choreography. Yes. Like bad yes. ass choreography. Like, she looked so she was good. A pop star. This bitch says she can yeah, a pop star. But she can dance. Dude, she looked so, so good up there. I was like, literally screaming at my tv she looked like perfection <laughs> all yes. fucking night i was her like makeup, who did her makeup her makeup her lip Ugh. gloss her liner her pony her, her, hair, her hair two yeah. dresses her she dresses. wore on the red carpet her dress she wore Dude, during the Grammys. The jewelry oh my god, god, my god she is an angel okay and then are you going to keep going? Or are you going to keep no, popping keep off? keep going. Okay, so if you notice, so like a fan tweeted her before the Grammys and they're like, is this the end of the era of like Seven Rings era? And she's like, yeah. So after this get- night, it's done. That's why at the end when she climbs on the bed, also that outfit she was wearing like oh that God. laundry number. I'm going to get that. Ooh, yeah. I'm getting that today, shit. Today, today. Um, so when she gets on the bed after she's like done and she's like, you know, taking stuff off, she takes off the ring puts it in the box mm-hmm. and sets it aside. And then that's why she like starts crying because she's saying goodbye to this era of Ari. And I just got goosebumps because I just love her so much. Oh my God, I need to watch this again. Yeah, rewatch yeah. it. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, she's playing the rain. Wet. And then when I she's cried, closing the chapter. I cried so hard when she changed the lyric for her dad. Oh my God. Oh, I'm yeah. just like, yes. people can grow and like mm-hmm. you can just Not forgive. You can forgive people like, oh my God. I just, it was, it was yeah, powerful. because I was like, wait. She walked in the red carpet with both parents. I know. I love mm-hmm. it. Her dad is just so sweet. I feel like me and Ariana are both growing at the same time and it's beautiful. Because aren't you all the same age? Yeah. Shut the fuck She's out. older than me by like jealous. a few months. I'm jealous. I'm just kidding. But we're on the same exact journey. No. Yeah. Right? I feel it. I feel it. No. That's why I love her so much because I just relate to her music so hard. She's so relatable. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. <laughs> and she's so like entwined with her fans. Man, mm-hmm. I can't I wait it. for a post post seven rings. I know. Album. Post thank you next. Or post sweetener, post seven rings. Wow. Ari. I'm excited to see the next chapter. Mm-hmm. And a little scared because I just love this one so much. Right. <laughs> All right. So I guess we can start talking about the awards. Wait, they gave out awards? The bitch got <laughs> snubbed. Yeah. Jonas Brothers didn't get one So and I just thought They, they weren't getting, giving him out Yeah <laughs> Dude but honestly At one point I was like When are they gonna do The next award There were so many performances Yeah, yeah. I was like When's the next award um, So speaking of the awards The greatest highlight Of the night Was when Ozzy Osbourne And Sharon came yes. out on stage And they gave out awards For the best rap Like performances and stuff So funny And they were saying mm-hmm. All of the rappers names And just to like <laughs> See, Ozzy after the news I know was so comforting. And he looked <laughs> good. I'm the only one who's comforted by the Prince of Darkness, but. <laughs> and he looked good, though. He looked really yeah, good. Yeah, he looked really good. And I was just like, ha- I have a black Sabbath shirt on right <laughs> now. I'm fangirling. But I was just happy to see them. And I was like, wow, they're real life goals. Truly. I was just like. I love them. Sharon's a real ass bitch. Like, she went through so much. Yes. and And like, just they're loved so him together. so much yeah. that she like, tried to get him through all of it. Mm-hmm. and also she has the best plastic surgeon in the entire world oh yeah her face her face perfect. is gorgeous all right so that was the best part of the night um <laughs> over everything and then <laughs> spit on <all my> <laughs> lizzo did win two grammys yes um, well deserved the album because i love you is mm-hmm. moy. it's like it's so good chef kiss yeah i was yeah. gonna do chef kiss and then i was gonna say but you can't see it, yeah. <laughs> um, and Tyler the Creator won for yes, Igor. I cried. so well deserved. I don't understand how he's barely getting a Grammy now. Truly, um, like I love Igor, but I feel like they didn't even give him a chance with the other albums. I know. Um, but he did have a lot of interesting stuff to say. Yes. First, when he gave his acceptance speech, he I love that he thanked Pharrell. I know, and he took his mom up there. Yeah, he was oh, like, like, this uh, is my mom, and he's like, okay, mom, like, I need yeah, to be Yeah, she speed. was just, <laughs> like, hugging so him funny. still. Um, so but <clears throat> I just love that he thanked Pharrell for, like, opening up for walking or running. Walking so he could run. Okay, he thanked Pharrell for walking so he could <laughs> run, and I feel like that's so important. Mm-hmm. Like, people like Pharrell and Kanye mm-hmm. are the reason that Tyler, the Creator, can exist in, yeah. like that young thug can exist Mm -hmm. like these rappers can actually Mm -hmm. step outside of the box of being put yeah like (laughs) like genre bend yeah they can genre bend and they can just like fully be themselves and not have to have this persona that goes along with rap because people are fucking racist Racist. yeah and yeah i'm just glad he did that um he also did have a lot to say a lot of truth to speak after the award the reality slap to everybody there i'm just gonna play what he said
1: Process at the Grammys, has any of that affected the way that you're looking at winning this award today? Uh, I'm half and half on it. Um, on one side, I'm very grateful that uh, what I made could just be you know, uh, acknowledged in a world like this. Um, but also, it sucks that whenever we, and I mean guys that look like me, do anything that's genre bending or that's anything, they always put it in a rapper urban category which is and I don't like that urban word it's just a politically correct way to say the n-word to me so when I hear that I'm just like why can't we just be in pop why can't it just? you know what I mean so I, I felt like half of me feels like the, the rap nomination was a backhanded compliment like oh uh, my little cousin wants to play the game let's give him the unplugged controller so he could shut up and feel good about it That that's what it felt like a bit but Another half of me is very grateful that the art that I made could be acknowledged on a level like this when I don't do the radio stuff, I'm not played in Target. I'm in a whole different world than what a lot of people here listen to. So I'm grateful and like... Eh. So, perfectly said,
0: yes. so perfectly said, so perfectly explained. Is. Because even though one of the Grammys that Lizzo got was in Urban... I was like, bitch! That album was pop gold. That yes. album was another level of pop genius. And also, like, it's just like, why? Like he's saying, like, I, why can't they just open up to more categories? Right. Like, not all, everything is going to be pop, rock, and, and rap, and al- I urban. I almost mm. feel like Tyler Creator is more alternative than any. Yeah. Like he's way more alt than anything mm-hmm. else, and yeah. like he was not nominated. Under and that he's category. always like, I'm not a rapper. Yeah. But it again. They're just like racist, and they see the color of his skin, and they're like, "Well, we'll put in, that in the urban." Yeah. Kind of, yeah, I and I hate the word urban so mm-hmm. fucking much. I hate it like so much. urban mm-hmm. streetwear. Yeah, I fucking hate that term. Urban Outfitters. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking hate
0: that too. <laughs> but no, he has such a good point, and I'm glad he said something. And this is why I'm like fucking award shows are bullshit no yeah they don't validate yeah. anything no. or anybody's art i mean they mm-hmm. i get it because we hold such a like i don't know we hold them up so high yeah. mm-hmm. but in the end like it's nice to get recognition mm-hmm. but also like if the fans don't love you your, and you have a yeah. following like i feel like that's where the true recognition yeah. is so speaking of recognition the person who got the most was billy eilish and okay. look i understand
1: <laughs> she like, is
0: very talented no yeah she's it's just talented. her and her brother making their music and they yeah. like made it in their home and i get like that's amazing but, but. it's not like <laughs> like her singing is like she has a good voice but mm-hmm. she just whispers i'm like I can give not give someone with the whisper voice a grammy give it to lana del rey for, for real, real dude like norman fucking rockwell was so good oh my good. gosh it really was I'm just, like, I understand she's talented, but the fact that Ariana got snubbed and the fact that even Billy Ellis went up there and was, like, Ariana deserves, deserves this, yeah, like, should tell you something. But what I loved is that her and her brother went up there and they're, like, we weren't making music for this award. Yeah. We were making it for ourselves. He's, like, so it's cool that y'all gave us to us, but, like, yeah. basically saying, like, your award doesn't mean anything because we're still going to just do our own thing and do what we want. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so she mm-hmm. won all like the four major awards, mm-hmm. and she's the youngest and the first woman to ever do that. I mean, good for her. She I'm has like, some good, good songs, but I just like can't listen to I, her songs. I, can. I can't. It's I not can for only me. listen to like "Bad Guy" and like. I think they all sound the same. Yes, no, they, they do, do so, all sound the same. There you go. Ariana didn't win anything. Anything. She didn't win Such Best Pop Vocal. Fucking Billie Eilish did. I just, and there's no way Billie Eilish bullshit. has a better voice than she Ariana. Ariana can do Billie just, Eilish's like, voice yes, if she wanted to. she, she could. Shit. Well, okay, that's the whole thing that I want to talk about is the controversy that happened, like, a few days before the Grammy started. The ex-CEO the ex- of the Grammys mm-hmm. um, started putting people on blast. So, apparently, like, she was let go because she filed a complaint saying that like the Grammys voting is a boys club and that um, it's a lot about just people having connections with certain artists and trying to get those artists voted in. Mm -hmm. And she specifically said like that's why last year Ariana Grande wasn't nominated and Ed Mm -hmm. Sheeran wasn't nominated because Mm -hmm. there's people in that voting cast that have like financially like, all, obligations financially yeah, obligated to, like, and ties like. with some of these performers and some of these record labels and she specifically called out Ariana Grande like yeah that's why she didn't perform at the Grammys yeah. last year and so what happened is they the guy that guy that was always at the Grammy's the one with the glasses and the gray hair the white guy he was fired that's why Ari finally came back but just a few days before all this happened, the most recent CEO that they replaced him with was a woman because they were trying to, like, fix their image. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's popping off and spilling all the tea. Good. And, um, yeah. I don't know, but because, like, apparently she created a toxic work environment, so there's a lot of craziness going on, but I fully believe it because yeah. everything's oh, fucking yeah. corrupt, and especially the music um, industry. The fact that Macklemore won... Exactly. Oh my God. Over Kendrick Lamar, yeah, something. and she the said fact that Taylor Swift won over Michael Jackson the year he died tells you something. And Adele won over Beyonce's Lemonade. Yep. and um, yeah, that's what she's saying. She's like, also like, there's a lot of like sexism and racism going. Like, why certain people aren't voted, like Beyonce, yeah. or mm-hmm. if people will speak out, like Beyonce didn't eliminate, that's why she's not going to get nominated or yeah. voted or win. I'm like, that's so fucked up. Like, yeah, Lemonade did not win. I still can't. Just keep doing what you're doing. It's nice to get recognized, but, like, don't focus on
1: just yeah. trying yeah. to get it. Don't hold all the worth in
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the Grammys were stacked, and it was good. That I mean, was good, yeah. and Alicia Keys was great. And I'll never understand how she doesn't have any pores, but she does. Dude, and I was like, is she still not doing the whole no makeup thing? Because No, she's not. She's not wearing makeup. Lies. Who's doing your facials, bitch? Right? <laughs> Who's your who esthetician? You, who you? <laughs> Probably Shawnee Darden. <laughs> okay, so now we have to talk about the biggest news that happened this past weekend. And I feel like the world literally stopped when this happened. Mm-hmm. Everyone's pause stopped what they're doing. And we're just fully and completely in shock and heartbroken. Like, mm-hmm. I just felt like empty almost. I super just, like, my heart dropped out of my butt at that point. Like, I just Mm -hmm. couldn't fathom. And I was like, there's no way. Um, TMZ, first off, is disgusting. But it was TMZ who posted it first. So I was like, just please tell me this is TMZ being gross. And, like, putting out a story before confirming. So what happened was Sunday, I get a text from my older sister. And she's like, Kobe Bryant died. And I was like, what? Like, She's like died in a helicopter crash. I was like, okay, it has to be a rumor, right? So, of course, I, my Twitter was not working. I don't know. If, my Twitter wasn't working okay, either. I'm it's sure because it was broken. Of, yeah, yeah, it was broken because of what happened. So, like Lauren said, TMZ comes out with a story saying Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. And when you turn the news on, you know they, they're still not saying anything mm-hmm. because um, they just know a helicopter crash. They don't have all the confirmed details. Mm-hmm. So my whole family was like, "Are you sure? Are you sure? Like, is this real?" So, turns out sadly that it was indeed true. Kobe Bryant passed away at the age of forty-one in a helicopter crash alongside his. I'm about to cry. Alongside his thirteen-year-old daughter Gianna bryant aka gg and seven other victims also on the helicopter was christina mauser who was a basketball coach at the um mamba academy yeah mamba mamba academy, mamba academy. and um also the helicopter pilot passed away he was Ara Zobayan. sorry if i'm saying that wrong god this is so tragic mm-hmm. um John, Autobelly, I'm probably saying that wrong, Carrie, and Alyssa, they're, it was the mom and the dad and the daughter were mm-hmm. on that flight as well, <clears throat> going to the basketball tournaments. And Sarah and Peyton Chester, again, another mother and daughter, so on the flight tragic, going to the basketball tournaments. I, I Just as the news kept coming out, it was just, like I was like, it can get more tragic. It yeah. can not get more tragic because at first I was like, oh my God, like Kobe Bryant at 41. What the fuck? And then it was like, oh, maybe his daughter's on there. And Lauren was, I remember Lauren texting was like, I hope this is not true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God. And then that was confirmed. And I was like, fuck, this is the most tragic thing ever. And then there's four other families, like three other families affected by this. Um, the two, the mom and dad and the daughter that died, they have two other daughters. Yeah. And now a <laughs> daughter and a son. Oh, they have a daughter and a yeah. son and now they just don't, they don't have parents and they lost their sister. I'm yeah. just like, it's, I think it just made everyone like, this is Kobe fucking Bryant. He's a legend and, and you think he's like invincible. Yeah. It just, it reminded everybody that life is precious, that we're all mortal and we're not promised like the next five mm-hmm. minutes of life We're not mm-hmm. promised the next minute of life. And I think it was just like a huge like reality check for everybody along like on top of losing a basketball icon who changed the game and changed like communities Mm -hmm. and made the world a better place just being here and like Mm -hmm. doing the work he did. So there was like so many levels as to why it was so intense Mm -hmm.
1: and And and,
0: add on on the way it happened like Mm -hmm. a helicopter crash. It's just the most tragic event. Like, it's so, so tragic. And then to add on his daughter and (sighs) his two other families being affected by it. So that's like like, three 13-year-old girls lost their lives. And I also, before we start talking about everything else, want to say fuck TMZ because they broke this news before vanessa bryant and her daughters other daughters even found out yeah it's so fucked the up. police called them out on twitter they were like we were still verifying everything and for y'all to go out there and break this news story before we could alert any of these family members like you know that those other family members knew that their family members were on that helicopter yeah. with kobe yeah. bryant yeah so all four families that were affected by this like learned through fucking tmz and then just being like being a twitter moment yeah. like you get on twitter oh my god and yeah, you it see was literally that the top one and oh it's disgusting and then to just sit there and be like well it's not confirmed yet so then it was even more gross that people were just on there like it's not confirmed yet but his four daughters could have been on there that's so like, disgusting why there needs to be like some type of law or something against that right i was like right? can how they not do they sue like how do they even get it that probably fast? listening to the scanners and they definitely know people, like, within the police oh, departments yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. They have, like, people everywhere. It's just disgusting. Mm-hmm. Just, like, have respect <sighs> for people. Oh, it's so fucking gross. I hate that so much. So, fuck TMZ forever. Um, and so, yeah, just immediately after it was announced, like, everybody just started paying their tributes to Kobe. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was sad to see because people were paying tributes to Kobe and then like a few, an hour later, they're like, oh my God, his daughter was on the plane too and like had to add on to it. And I'm like, what the fuck? This is so sad. Like as soon as I heard it, I was literally just thinking of the clip of him and his daughter at the game like just a few days ago. And I was like. I was watching it, and I was like, God, I, like, just would watch this because it was just it such was so a good pure, moment. It was so pure, yeah. And, like, how much his daughter loved the game just as much as mm-hmm. him and, like, just wanted to learn from him. And I was, like, retweeting that and just watching it, and then you hear that his daughter was involved in it, and it's just, like, it's, like, not fair. It's, I don't know how to explain how it makes me feel personally, probably a lot of people, but it is, like, a feeling of emptiness, like... Mm-hmm like you just saw them have this amazing moment that went viral and you're like oh this is so good and then you just know how much like she loves basketball and how much Kobe just inspired most of the basketball players who are playing right now like if not all of them and even inspired players who were playing at the time he was Mm -hmm. playing and it just feels like I don't know like darkness and it just doesn't feel real yeah it's almost like when Prince passed away and we were like, it doesn't feel like he's gone because you just feel around him, so Yeah. You still feel the energy because the impact is still there and like mm-hmm. still influencing people just like Kobe Bryant's going to be. Yeah, But dude, his daughter, like, and when I saw that clip and like, um, you know, when that clip went viral Everyone started talking about his daughter playing basketball too, mm-hmm. and I was like, "It's gonna be so badass to see her like join the WNBA yeah. and like mm-hmm. see them all there, and they like be and so stoked. Like, like she's gonna be one of the best players mm-hmm. ever." And there's videos of them <clears throat> showing highlights from Kobe and highlights from her, and just seeing her like do the same stances as Ugh. him. And you're just I can't like, believe this is real. It's fucking tragic. And um, then Jimmy Kimmel he shared the clip of Kobe on his show talking about his daughter. And he was like, when we go out and people would tell us, like, you need to have a son to carry on your legacy. Mm-hmm. And she would just be like, no, I'm going to carry yeah, on. Yeah, she's like, like, I he, got this. I was he's like, like oh. she 100% is playing for the WNBA and like just a little prodigy and has like the best fucking coach and and the dedication mm-hmm. that Kobe did. Like, that's the whole thing with Kobe Bryant is like, he was talented And we've seen so many people have the talent but just waste it away because they don't want to put the work in. But this man put in the work since he was young. Mm -hmm. Like he went straight to the pros, like out of high school. Like he was always putting the work. When he got into the pros, he never stopped working and he was still doing it. Like, yeah, he, when he retired, he said that he lived by the quote, rest at the end, not the middle. And if you watched his, short about basketball that he dear basketball. dear basketball that he won an oscar for, yes. and God it like saying. makes you cry because it talks about how he fell in love with basketball and when he fell in love he just went with it mm-hmm. and he practiced and he did he was talking about like five a days and like he got to the point of glory and he talked about how like he wanted to keep going but his body wouldn't let him oh and so he had to retire like he had no choice but when he retired he was saying rest at the end not in the middle and he's like just because i'm retired doesn't mean i'm stopping he's Damn, like i'm dude. still gonna keep going and like i feel like him keep like keeping going was <laughs> fucking cry was his daughter i know and he started that whole academy and like mm-hmm. I was say coaching was like the next yeah one, the next step and i was watching the news and christina mauser was on the on the helicopter as well she was the coach for mm-hmm. the the girls team and they were doing a phone interview with um her husband and you know he was like i just it's really hard for me but i really want to share like the type of woman she was and he was just saying how she was just like the most amazing woman and that she could just like read people and like get along with everybody mm-hmm. and was like just a light. And, like, she just sounded like a beautiful person, and then he was saying, like, um, you know, it's just crazy, because he he was there, like, the other day when they were coaching the girls, and Mm -hmm. uh, Kobe was there, like, showing, like, he was laughing, because he was, like, Kobe and her were showing these eighth graders, like, tape, (laughs) like, (laughs) videotape, and, like, he was laughing, because he was, like, Kobe couldn't figure out how to use the laptop, and Christina was just, like, move, I'll set it up, and... (laughs) <laughs> he was just saying their dedication to the game. It was mm-hmm. just like a whole other level, and the girls, like he was saying, just watching these young girls evolve into these amazing basketball players, and that's just—it's so fucking sad. I just don't understand it. Yeah, I don't get it either. Um, but so everybody's been reacting. Shaq put out tweets and made me ball my eyes out. Um, Dirk. Dirk said something, and I was just waiting for Dirk. It's just like Lauren said, like, he inspired so many players, even Mm -hmm. those playing with him at the time, and that's what Dirk said. He was like, I remember rushing home to watch you in the fourth quarter, like, tear it up. And he pushed the players around him to do better Mm -hmm. and work harder because he was out there working nonstop. They had no choice to not work as hard as him. Um, And it's just... It killed me because he was texting Shaquille and his son like right before and then he like didn't get a response and it's just like and uh, they like interviewed Ice Cube because Ice Cube was friends with him and he they're like what did you do once you heard the news and he was like I texted Kobe to see if it like to see if it's real or not and he was like he didn't respond right away which is okay because I was like it's okay don't freak out Kobe always gets back to you god so sad like, he's like I know he's like I don't have heroes that are younger than me but he was one of the people mm. I looked up to and I was just like oh, fucking sucks like even Obama spoke out about mm-hmm. him like there's just so many people that he was like friends with and yeah. Mm-hmm. like, yeah, he was an athlete, but he was like He's so much person. more than like, that. He was yeah. so much more than that. And was like inspiring to everyone just to freaking work hard mm-hmm. and like, don't give up. And he was saying like how his counselor told him you shouldn't go for basketball. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to make it. And he was like, that just helped me. One, that just like made me want to work harder towards it. God, there's just so many like amazing quotes and interviews, mm-hmm. like so inspiring that have come from him. And I think um, the most like admirable thing about him was the love he had for his family, which makes yeah. it yeah. so much harder. Um, he had four daughters and his wife Vanessa, who he's been with since he was seven. They were 17 years mm-hmm. old. Um. And just – you could just see the love he had for his family and mm-hmm. everything he did. Like, he, they would always be at his games. He'd go to – I mean, he was Gigi's coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they're at all the basketball games, all the WNBA games. He was a huge advocate for the WNBA and women's sports, like the U.S. women's soccer team. I remember him, like, yeah. hyping them up mm-hmm. before they were ever even, like, a really good team. Um. But he just had so much love, but he kept the most of it for his family. And the, so the most tragic thing I heard is the reason he got a helicopter is because he said that, like, he was practi- he would be practicing so much, and he still needed to make his daughters, like, recitals, and he still mm-hmm. wanted to pick them up from mm-hmm. school and, like, be with them as much as possible because he said, you know when I was playing basketball, and we would have to go on like road trips for road games, he was like, I would be missing out on that time. Like, mm-hmm. I would be missing them for days. He's like, so I knew when I was here, I had to train, but I also like had to spend every possible moment with them. So yeah. he said one, one day he was practicing, and he had to get to his daughter's recital, and he got stuck in traffic, because he lived in LA. Mm-hmm. And he was, like, from that moment on, he was, like, I can't, I'm can't, i never missing another recital in my life. I'm, and that's when he started looking in helicopters. God. Like, that's just how much he loved his yeah. family and his daughters. And it's just so sad. And I and I also think that it's, it says something about the love he has for his family that the clip that was going viral the most, like, when the news broke that he passed away, was the one with his daughter at the basketball mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Because... Like, it wasn't, like, highlight reels or anything. It was that moment he shared with his daughter, teaching her, like, how to breaking down the game with her and, like, having that bonding moment. And, like, Lauren said, I remember when I saw that clip, like, before all this happened, Mm -hmm. like, when it first went viral, I was just, like, God, like, just, like, a father's love is, like, so intense. And, Mm -hmm. like, I just remember thinking, like, oh, that's just such a beautiful moment. And I just kept rewatching it because it was so beautiful. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, it's just so sad. Um, it's just so unbelievable. It truly is. And so I guess I want to talk about like how the NBA reacted and then we'll get into like the more complicated feelings. Um, so everyone was like, there's NBA games today. There's two, mm-hmm. um, there was t- one that just happened like two hours after all that broke. It was okay. like an afternoon game and, everyone was awaiting for the nba to cancel them because some of these players who are still playing were playing with Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And like Lauren and the said coaches and like Lauren said like the younger ones were all inspired by him because yeah. Kobe Bryant came out in 94 I think he joined. Yeah. They're like kids our age and yeah. younger. Yeah. Like that we w- we didn't like Jordan was like a little bit before like yeah. mine and Rosa mm-hmm. and Lauren, definitely for Lauren's time, like where we could comprehend what was going on. Like Kobe was it. Kobe yeah. was that NBA star. Yeah. Um, That we could watch every week. So everyone was just waiting for them to cancel it. And I don't know why they didn't cancel yeah. it, but they did not And it was like the dumbest move ever. Yeah. yeah. Just seeing mm-hmm. them all ball their eyes out and then like forcing them to go play. Was just disgusting. And like even at that point, do you think they want to just like play that hard against no like, another person who's mourning yeah. too? Like That was dumb. It like was the so announcers were crying. Um, the coaches were crying. The players were crying. And they're like, they're playing this game, but there's no heart right now. You mm-hmm. can't feel it. Like there's no emotions happening. Like no, no one's in it. Um, Tyson Chandler played and he was bawling his eyes out. Like fully sobbing, and it was just like the saddest thing to watch. And I was like, "This is disgusting that y'all are making the play." Yeah. Um. They did finally decide to cancel Tuesday's Laker game, thankfully, because there's no way. There's no way. At Staples way. Center. Yeah. There's no fucking way. Um, um. But they did pay tribute to him at the Rockets game. Yeah. In Rockets. Yeah. At uh, both uh, games, I think. At characters. both games. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they oh. let the the like. Clock run shot the clock. F- the shot clock run for the full twenty four seconds, and then the other team would let it run for mm-hmm. eight seconds. And I was like, "Why are they making?" Them play them, right? the Mavs just did that right now too at their game. Oh, they did. Um. So, like Lauren said, the Staples Center already had the twenty four and eight jerseys like hanging up in during the Grammys, but Mark Cuban uh, decided that the Mavs are going to also retire the number 24. They're not going to hang up his jersey because that would be weird. Yeah, Yeah. They're just not going to let any player wear the number 24 because Mark Cuban had a really close relationship with Kobe Bryant. So did Dirk because they came up at the same exact time. Um, Yeah, and there was a point where Kobe was going to play for the Mavs. Yeah, that almost happened. So, you know, everyone's just showing mad love for this iconic person Mm -hmm. um but when this all broke uh people were bringing up you know kobe's past Mm -hmm. and um which i thought like i want to i want to preface this all by saying like being a human (laughs) is like complicated our feelings are very complicated um Something like this is very complicated to unpack because of his past. I think it's important. Yeah, it's important to... Your your feelings are valid, but... So are his daughters and his wives and his family members. Um, So I do want to say, like, the time to talk about it is now. Because we're talking about Kobe Bryant's life and his whole past. Mm -hmm. That's a part of his life. The Colorado... mm -hmm incident where he was accused of raping a I think it was the hotel cleaning woman or something I think so she Um, was like 19 yeah that's part of his past that that's something that happened with him I remember this happening but I was still like yeah younger I don't really remember besides just him having like to go to court and stuff yeah I don't really remember like all the details of it so what happened was he was at a hotel in Colorado I believe it was for a game and he had well okay Kobe Bryant made a statement after all this happened Mm -hmm. he basically stated that like he thought the sex that he had with this woman was consensual but he sees now that he's like looked back on it and everything like this happened he made the statement after the accusations came out Mm -hmm. Now, looking back at it, he realizes that it it couldn't have been consensual. She decided not to testify, so they handled it in civil court. Like, they had a whole yeah. civil court, and then they settled outside of the court with it. Um, but I feel like I always had an issue with Kobe Bryant because of that. Mm-hmm. Also, because he, I felt like he was very arrogant. yeah. And he was like a ball hog and he thought he was the bad, like the baddest bitch. Um, And I just had a very big issue with the Colorado rape accusations, too. But just later in life, like you just saw him evolve, like he evolved and kept evolving and kept evolving. And I think it's because, like Lauren said, uh, he was just always dedicated to like working hard and like that quote. And he was just always. Doing making himself a better person. Mm -hmm. And it, it's complicated. Like, this is a complicated matter. And my heart goes out to the girl in Colorado, because I'm sure this is bringing up complicated feelings mm-hmm. for her as well and her family. And mm-hmm. it's probably really hard to see everyone praise him yeah. when that happened oh, yeah. to her. Um, and that's really fucking terrible. Um, but I'm just... It was nice to finally see someone so high-profile take... Full responsibility and evolve from it and do better. Because, you know, he has like enough fame and money to bury it like other celebrities do. Oh, yeah. Like Harvey Weinstein. He could have Harvey Weinstein so bad. Um, But, yeah, it's just it's a lot of heavy things happening. Um, But the impact that he made in culture and in the sport of basketball and and in in L.A. communities and the amount of lives he's changed. It's just it's just a lot. Yeah. And it's it very important man. to know like everyone's having those conflicted feelings. Yeah. Um especially as a Mavs fan. Just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> Nopped like, them in yeah. two thousand. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I had the same feeling towards Kobe. I just didn't like him. I was like, he's arrogant. But you look back and you're like, Michael Jordan was hella oh my God. Uh, arrogant. He was and we never way called, more arrogant than Kobe. We never called Kobe. Him out. People um, never called yeah. him out. And like, it's kind of the quote I saw. I forget who tweeted this. It was a sportscaster, I think. And he was like, from now on, I'm never going to like question anyone's greatness. I'm just going to appreciate it. And that's really important. Yeah. We need to just like start appreciating people while they're here. Mm -hmm. Let them know you appreciate them and value them. Dude. And that was like another slap in the face with this is like, like we said at the top of this, like it just reminded everybody that we're mortal and like Mm -hmm. that you could just like lose your loved ones or your loved ones can lose you in a blink of an eye. And like, we just need to make sure we're spending time with the people we love and that love us hoda copy who i love (laughs) she tweeted and she was like life is a blink and it really Mm -hmm. is and this is what jay williams said on sports center and i think it's pretty on point of what everyone is feeling and what Mm -hmm. how we should just kind of like take a moment with everyone so
1: today's just a really today's a tough day today's a hard day and i hope that um everybody at home you, you give that person next to you um Whatever thing you have wrong in your life with them, if this might be small or big, let that shit go. It doesn't matter. Yes. I know I curse. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> None of that stuff matters, man. This is uh, it's about life and uh, being precious with every damn second we have here. Because it, from somebody who knows who almost happened to me like that, man, it's just over. It's done randomly, randomly, arbitrarily. And, uh, you know, his, his four girls and his wife, we, uh, we need to come around them and support them and help them.
0: Oh, I just love what he said, just let that shit go, because like it doesn't literally, even matter. That's literally how I felt. I was like, nothing fucking matters. Like, all the little mm-hmm. dramas and shit, I was like, none of that even matters. Just, yeah. like, that person might not even be here. He mm-hmm. might not even be here. Like I said, in the next minute, it's not promised. Like, nothing's fucking promised. just I don't know it's just still so unbelievable it truly is I just feel like it's a nightmare and it's a it's not true him and his daughter a mom and dad and their daughter another mother and their daughter the coach who was a mom and a wife the pilot who was a a husband and father so many families affected in a few moments just look just enjoy what you have Mm -hmm. and enjoy the people you have and love them Mm -hmm. and hug them (laughs) everyone was like hug hug your family members tighter Mm -hmm. today and your friends I was like god it was just a slap of mortality yeah (laughs) like truly um but I think we're gonna wrap it up because I can talk forever about this yeah I was like we can do the whole show (laughs) um and I just, I just felt like it was necessary to share our feelings, even yeah. the complicated ones. And yeah, um, I might feel different tomorrow about certain things, but in right now, fresh off of this, it's literally the next day. Um, we're still all processing, processing everything. Um, but that is it. We'll be right back for something else. Um, so when we pause that. We just started talking (laughs) more and I don't know. We're just feel really weird right now. Um, so it feels kind of stupid to be like, let's shake your head and stand Mm. something and do this and do that. Because I was just thinking about like their final moments and it just broke my heart, um, into a million pieces all over again for all those families and our hearts go out to all those families and we're praying for all of them. Um, just to bring them comfort Mm -hmm. and understanding and a lot of power to get through this because, like I said, there was like four families affected that lost members. Um, And it's really sad to think about. Um, So we went to just... Thank you for listening to this episode yeah, yeah. and <laughs> listening to our feelings as we process them. Like we always do on here. Like we always say it's like mm-hmm. a form of therapy, just getting the all out. It's like a verbal diary. almost. Yeah. Um, but I hope like our Grammy segment helped a lot. Cause again, like we always say, when there's tragedy, we like to make it lighter for y'all and bring mm-hmm. up different things. Um, but mainly we just wanted to show love for these families take advantage of the time you have mm-hmm. um and know that you're if you're listening to this right now you're very valued yes. and we love you yes um truly like thank you so much for yes help. like because mm-hmm. like this is like a little baby dream slash goal of ours and you're making it like possible Mm -hmm. just by knowing that we have some listeners it really helps push us through like on days like this when we don't want to come in and record Mm because we're like oh it feels weird um it helps us push through and it it really means a lot like a lot a lot a lot so Mm -hmm. thank you for that you do validate it yeah for sure um but we do want to end with a quote and that's how we're gonna leave the show i think yeah so thank you for listening If you want to keep up with us, follow us on all our socials at Spill the Cheese Meh. You can also email us any stories you want us to cover or if you want to give your thoughts on Kobe, maybe you have something personal Mm -hmm. you want to share with us. We are here to listen to you. Um, But yeah. Yeah. We'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm so sorry I can't be with you tonight. However, I couldn't completely miss the chance to take a moment to share some thoughts with all of you. The lesson I cherish the most is how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, uh, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from trying to limit your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming a reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with your evening. Please know I'm thinking of you, supporting you, and encouraging you always. Peace.